Greetings, foot people. Hey everyone, welcome to Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs, a Fraser podcast. I'm Dave. I'm Diana. And today we're talking about episode 920, The Love You Fake. So, I started thinking. Yes. About this, we've had this before with the little light beacon mm-hmm. blinking. Is this like a distress call? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess it could be. I don't know. 21 minutes and 41 seconds? Mm-hmm. The description on Netflix just says, Eddie's sick and Martin gives him food to try to make him feel better. (laughs) This is not what this episode's about. So, okay. What I think I've realized is that for whatever reason, the Netflix descriptions on Frasier seem to just be the first like 30 seconds of the show. They're not a description of the episode. They're just a description of what happened in the first 30 seconds. It's like somebody who's never seen the show just watched 30 seconds and was like, I guess that's what this is about. And wrote the description as opposed to taking it from some sort of like, like old TV guide or something. It's like they just are like, I guess this must be what it's about. It's, it's Frasier. How complicated could the plots be? They're plenty complicated. They're fairly complicated. It's like they are not aware that there are, like, B-plots and such in, in a sitcom. It's so scary when the bees show up. <laughs> I was like, as soon as I said that, I was like, dang, I was going to make a, a joke about bees. So, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Uh, were there any other things? No, no just okay. the writer. Okay. Um, so, writers for this episode are Sam Johnson and Chris Marshall. Uh, who? Oh. Well, okay, you have that reaction. Wait, this is Carlos and the Chicken People, it right? Is Carlos and the Chicken People. <laughs> yes, but we have like more of the we episodes. Liked a number of the episodes, like yeah, we we basically like the last one, which is Juvenilia, which I realized I did the title as Juvenalia, which is a completely different word. Okay, Ju- Juvenilia means like stuff you make when you're like a kid. Like as your like art art you you create as a youth, when you're still a juvenile. A youth youth art. Yeah, the juvenalia is like a party like thrown by like like Nero threw a juvenalia when he became a man, and that was a thing we talked about. Oh, what age does that happen? It was when he shaved for the first time. Oh right, I remember. Yes, that. but that's juvenalia with an A. This is juvenilia. Can you imagine? With an I. Can you just imagine? <laughs> mm-hmm. I can. Because I did. Once. You shaved once. I shaved once. Yeah. Um, You know, totally unconnected, but we're, and we'll move on very quickly. But because I kind of like was a, you know, I was a late bloomer in a lot of things, including like growing facial hair. I used to joke with my friends that uh, I, I shaved every like three hours and that's why my face was so, so smooth. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that I don't, it wasn't that I can't grow facial hair. It's that I try so hard to avoid it that I just shave every three hours to make sure I'm as smooth as possible. I can't, you would never. I would never. I No. You I, would, you would just accept it and I've grown the longest ZZ top beard of all time. <laughs> Yeah, if I grew that quickly, yeah. And you just... would fit right into your hometown. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. So, And you yeah. would have been world records, which yeah. I know was one of your passions as a, as a youth. I mean, I definitely read the Guinness Book of World Records and yeah. thought about, are there any that I could break? I know. You wanted to do yo-yo <laughs> around the world for 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Yo-yo around the world for 24 hours. Yeah, you know, like, there's a trick called around the world. Oh, I thought you meant literally, like, like I had to be in a plane, like, I could go from plane to plane while never stopping my yo-yo stuff, like, flying from city to city as I traverse the entire world. Okay, that's ridiculous on so many levels. <laughs> I know, but, like... Anyways, uh, we have a Patreon. <laughs> We do have a Patreon, that is true. And also, we have had some new uh, patrons lately, yeah. so yeah. thank you for all our new patrons, yes. and yeah. it's awesome to see you there. It is. It is. Agreed. Yes. Um, which, by the way, it's at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade if you want to help us out with making this and other things that we make, and maybe someday get to the point where I make the however long uh, a video version of, of the docudrama from uh, 
ham radio mm-hmm. of Nightmare Inn. Mm-hmm. The video starring me in all the roles doing the versions that ridiculous version of that thing that Seattle heard on the radio on on that episode. Are you doing all the like noises to yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm gonna edit it all together. It's relatively do a one man band. <laughs> I'm not gonna try and do a one man band of that. No, I'm gonna. I'll do them separately and just edit it in. But have you ever watched like one man bands on YouTube? I've watched one live in Harvard Square. Fine. <laughs> um, anyway, okay, episode. here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Doing the podcast. We are. Um, here we are in Fraser's apartment. Mm-hmm. Eddie's not feeling too good. No. I don't know what a peanut butter tri-tip is or okay. whatever. So I looked this up, and I'm going to say, I think this sounds gross. You're probably going to think this sounds like the grossest thing, because it's two things that one thing that you usually hate and one that you sometimes hate. A tri-tip is a triangular cut of beef in the sirloin. So it's basically like a little beef mm-hmm. nugget. So it's tri-tip with peanut butter. Well, yeah, that I... face doesn't come across in the podcast, but it's the face that I expect well, you to Well, yeah, make. it's for dogs. Yeah. But also Martin eats one. Yeah, Martin just eats it. Yeah, which I do find this really funny when he's like... You know, I guess I'll have to eat it. And Daphne's joking that, like, not joking. Daphne's assuming it's reverse psychology. And like, as soon as it cuts back, he's already got it in his mouth. He's like, "What do you mean?" Like, yeah. I like I that you did it with the yeah. thing in your mouth. Mm-hmm. The, I'm. It's really weird that you said that you thought it was gross, but you actually made those. I said you would think it was gross. Oh well, thanks for not offering one to me because I really do think it's gross. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, mm-hmm. Fraser, you know, Fraser's just yelling a lot in this episode. Yeah, I think, I feel like, as I recall, that's a thing that happens a lot in these Sam Johnson, Chris Marshall yeah, episodes. Just, I feel like, like he gets really angry in these ones. Well, he's not, like, angry. He's just, like, we cracked the case. The ceiling is leaking. Mm-hmm. Joe here, new person that works here. Yeah, you know um, Joe. You know Joe. Joe. It's Joe. Everybody knows Joe. Everyone knows Joe. And we all know Cam Neely's back. Cam Neely. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Cam, Cam Winston's back, and mm-hmm. his washing machine is shaking up Fraser's apartment with the juicy, soapy water. Uh-huh. The thing is, like, if, the, if there's a leak caused by this, that should be a relatively easy... Like, they just... They hook something up wrong upstairs. It should be relatively easy to just be like, hey, no, don't do this. I also like the the assumption that it's a legal washer dryer. And Uh Joe's like, no, that weird closet with all the hats in it. Uh Also, he shouts out a very specific hat that he says he thinks is making a comeback. Mm -hmm. I looked it up. Looks good. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, very similar. Like, it's pretty similar to just like a fedora or a Mm -hmm. trilby. So, like. Kind of, it made a comeback. Like, it wasn't, it's not quite the the Hamburg, but it's close to it. I don't, I think, like, hats aren't really a thing. People don't wear these kinds of hats in general. Yeah. Well, listen, Frasier, it's weird that the idea that they, that Frasier has a room full of hats. When is wearing a hat? never worn a hat. Well, yeah, because he just keeps it in his hat museum. Yeah, but that means, that implies that, like, he, like, because, like, think about, like, on Cheers, all through Cheers, he never wore hats. In all through this nine seasons now of Frasier, he's never worn hats. How long has he kept uh, enough hats to have a closet full of hats? That like when it's he funny never because wears... we know who's wearing a hat in this episode, and it's uh, Niles. It is Niles. Yeah, the hat uh, is back. Yeah, <laughs> baby, I like it. <laughs> it's a good hat. Okay, yeah. so we he's bribing um. Joe here, which I don't know how much he's giving him, like fives or twenties. Um, it isn't really clear. Um, to like shut off Cam's water. Yeah. Cam, I don't know what time in the morning it is, mm-hmm. but he's like in the shower apparently when he comes down, when they turn off the water. Yeah. Also, yeah. like, I don't know, like ethically, yeah. don't bribe people to turn off the water. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, ethically, don't bribe. Pe- like, usually, you don't bribe people ethically. I mean, like, some. Well, yeah, I guess a bribe is just not ethical. Generally, it's not ethical. I guess it can be like funny and non-serious. Yeah, 
Yeah. Although I will say, so the important thing that I think we kind of skip past is that Daphne is talking about the fact that like she's been bringing like yeah. she's been bringing laundry down to the the laundry mm-hmm. room for forever. Why is there a laundry room if everyone has hookups? In case you don't buy one. That seems strange. It does seem strange. Yeah, it, it is weird to introduce this idea that like you can't cuz I have trouble imagining anyone who would buy who could buy a condo in this place where Fraser lives. Which has washer dryer hookups, but wouldn't then buy a washer and dryer and would instead use the laundry room. Like that's I I have a lot of trouble imagining that. It is very weird. Um, but this is when we when Joe goes to turn off Cam's water. This (laughs) is when Niles and the Segway are introduced. Uh huh. So, do you remember my my one of my biggest gripes about? The episode Road Warrior, also by Sam Johnson and Chris Marshall. Road Warrior? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My biggest gripe is that usually on the show Frasier, I, I always say the show, I'm saying the show Frasier as opposed to the person Frasier. Right. Usually on the show, the references are done in such a way that they're meant to be sort of timeless. Mm-hmm. And in Road Warrior, uh, the... It was all those like Austin Powers references mm-hmm. and the fact that it was like the 2000, you know, mm-hmm. m- millennial new year, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like the most dated thing. Now we have an episode where we're introduced to the concept of the segue. Yeah, they don't really catch on. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, they they're are around. S- they're but- segue tours, I guess. Right. And- I'm saying there, this is a time when Niles had to roll, like, Niles not only rolls in on a Segway, but had to be like, this is called a Segway. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. I didn't right. know what it was called. But now that makes this I'm episode I'm joking. Feels- I like, okay, I just no, like saying, seriously said this and you were just I like. I thought you meant like when this episode came out. It's no. Possible. It's possible you didn't know when this came I out. Was, I was in college. I wasn't watching Frasier. Okay, I, I, you're right. I I'm just, sorry, I didn't have a TV in college. Yes, I was a snob. I, I just didn't have a TV. <laughs> right, right. No, I just misunderstood what you were saying. I well, thought I was you meant supposed like, to do pack a TV in my bags from Dallas. Well, not probably in your bags, but yeah, like plenty of people bring TVs to college. That's insane to me. I from all the way across, like, you we went to college in the state. True. Yes. I could ride to it. It's possible you had a roommate that had one when you had roommates. Oh, yeah. No, when I had... Yeah, when I had... Yeah, both my roommates had TVs. See? Something. So, but people don't like me, so then I didn't have a TV anymore. They weren't my TV. I don't need one. Mm-hmm. Who needs one? There wasn't YouTube at this time, guys. There was, I had nothing. <laughs> there was nothing. Mm-hmm. There was snood. That's all you need. <laughs> so you need... What do you need beyond snood? Nothing. Mm-hmm. It's true. Anyway, so I, uh, all I'm saying is, like, him needing to tell everybody what a segue is makes this episode feel very dated. And he can't. So he's doing this for science. Yeah, yeah. It's part of a a study, and um, he can't show the segue with anyone because nope. you know Martin wants to try it. And of course, he's flirting with Daphne. Mm-hmm. Also, Daphne can't try it either. Nope. Nope. Uh, but you gotta say no, say no for the sake of science, you know? Uh-huh. So, I will say, okay, I feel like this is important for a later moment in the episode. Okay. He says he can, because, like, he doesn't need, wa- walking is a distant memory, as he mm-hmm. puts it. Now he can use his energy toward things like uh, squash or lovemaking. Mm-hmm. Which means he's allowed to get off the segue. Yes. He has to sleep. No. I'm saying there are definitely mom- there's moments at the end where it's implied that he's not allowed to ever leave the Segway. Well, I feel like he's made a choice and it's never okay, never leave maybe, the Segway. Maybe I'm just saying he's gonna he's say it later as if he's not allowed to mm. at all. Um. Anyway, so yeah, Fraser and Joe are going down to turn off the water. We talked about that already. So Cam right. shows up all wet. Mm-hmm. And this is essentially just to set up 
hey, look, Cam's mom's in town, staying with Cam. She's yep. a vet. Yep. Oh, Eddie bothers uh, Fraser all the time and isn't actually Fraser. So I don't know how you don't know that Cam Winston. <laughs> but he's all for helping this dog out. Mm-hmm. So, yay. Yay. Yay, help Eddie. <laughs> of course, help Eddie. Yeah. So, we're still in Fraser's apartment. Mm-hmm. Daphne's has made, she's done some math. She has done, she sure she's has. She's carried 2.8 tons of laundry, 106.4 miles over the past nine years, mm-hmm. which is like carrying an SUV to Canada. Yep. This is crazy. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like carrying it bit by bit to Canada, like, not like one at one time. Wow. Could have been. Could be. I mean, I guess, no. Depends I mean, how many push-ups she does. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because if you do a lot of push-ups, you can carry an SUV. I mean, you mostly just use your biceps for carrying an SUV, so, and like your pecs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you probably could. Yeah. You don't need any other muscles for carrying an entire SUV. It does just come along with you mm-hmm. if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I know. So, <laughs> um, so we meet Cam's mom. Mom. Let's come um, she seems very nice. I think sure her does, name yeah. is Cora. It is, yes. Uh, and then, but we don't find that out in the scene, um, which I think is strange. <laughs> uh-huh. So we find out about. She's carrying this thing, which I assume is a check or like a bill for the vet services. We find out that Eddie has taken like antibiotics and he feels better. Yeah. And that there's a she's there because she's getting her house remodeled. And Uh then Cam was like, let me help and also get all this bonus stuff. (laughs) Right. Right. So now she has to stay at Cam's Uh because she was just. It was a small remodel, and she could have just stayed at her own house, but now that's impossible. Right. I do think... So, this is one of those things that I do find really funny about this rivalry between Cam and Fraser, which is the simple fact that, like... They are the same. They're the same. They're so similar. And I love that she brings that up, like, they're so similar. They should just be friends and get yeah, along. Right. And, yeah, I love that. And mm-hmm. you do want them to be friends. Mm-hmm. So we find out that what actually is not a bill for the vet services. It's actually a bill for Cam's clothes that were ruined because they were in the washing machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How yep. did they get ruined? Because they were wet? I guess, like, yeah, because... I or... Just, I'm not sure. Like, I mean, there are certain clothes that are not going to do well with just sort of sitting in water so what, he was using the washer and taking a shower at the same time he's just I, using every bait like water <laughs> thing in his house at the same time i guess yeah for that for all this to happen yeah not only that but it would have to be clothes that you can wash in the washer but if you keep them in the washer for too long they're ruined like you would just take them out you right. would just open it and be like oh i gotta take them out also right. i'm guessing he they turned the water back on at some yeah, point. Yeah, it shouldn't have taken very long to get the water yeah. turned back on. Yeah, I this is know. a weird concept. Yeah. This whole thing. Oh, well. So, I, we're... I'm just going to say, there are a lot of elements of this episode that I actually legitimately really enjoy. I'm not saying that I don't but, like, like. I'm just questioning but, in. But, questioning. Yeah. The actual logic of the plot mm-hmm. is lacking. It is. I don't... I think that's kind of one of the things with these writers yeah. is their weird logic happening like none. Yeah, it's it's funny if you're just casually watching it, but if you're actually analyzing it or thinking about it, it's like, what is, I don't know, this doesn't make any kind of sense. Whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's definitely not for podcasts. <laughs> right. People, which yeah. is us. I will say I was reminding you that you're listening to a podcast. Oh yeah, by the way, did you know you're listening to a podcast? I will say- I did enjoy just like it kind of it kind of touched me in just how like uh, like silly and like in like not self aware it was was Martin's thing talking about how Eddie's like the smartest dog and oh yeah yeah and yeah. when Cora's talking about pet owners egos he's just like oh yeah cat people like he does like he doesn't even recognize. He can't recognize the idea that maybe he's being excessive in his, like, Please, praise of Eddie. we could spend hours analyzing Martin's thing about dogs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes, yes. But also, like, 
cat people versus dog people. I mean, yes, we could also talk for a very long time about and that. I just but. don't think I could do that without offending somebody. <laughs> right. But here we are uh, in the lobby. We've been here before when it was like the trick or treat time. Yep, yep. And, you know, when that kid runs away mm-hmm. and he has a little sit down talk yep yep with fraser as freud so i like that we're back in the in the lobby mm-hmm. and the uh, cora martin are meeting over the like mail mm-hmm. and they're talking about how uh-oh they can't be seen together right right because right. things are fraser would hate that would hate mm-hmm. it uh um cam, cam would hate it mm-hmm. yeah yeah and they're just trying to like just know, like they just like each other. They're just people who enjoy yeah, each other's they're just company. Friends. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but I love this thing where Cam is just like, "All right, time to go upstairs," and she's like, "Uh, yeah, I got it. I'll uh-huh. be up in a second. Yeah. And then Fraser's doing that thing where much more passive aggressive, uh-huh. where he's just like nodding to him, like, "You get in this elevator right now. <laughs> right. I'm gonna talk to you later. What are you <laughs> right. doing? Uh-huh. But then." I love how like manipulative like Martin is because he's already gotten this idea about oh if we were dating would bother them so much uh-huh. so obviously I'm gonna grab your hand right now right right and Fraser's face yeah Fraser's just, face is very good in this he is furious yeah I will say this is the thing that makes me really like the the Cora character mm-hmm. is how she's so quick to just play along mm-hmm. because like I'm sorry if I wasn't prepared for something like that and some like and someone that i've like i've talked to for like a total of like 20 minutes in my Mm -hmm. entire life and i've joked about how it would be funny if Mm -hmm. i was dating them suddenly grab my hand in public i'd be like i would i i might i probably like recoil like just pull my hand back and just be like, what's even happening? Because, like, she's not looking at him. She's not expecting it. There's no signal. It just happens. So I'd probably mm. just be, like, so shocked. I'd be like, who's, like, what's happening? Why are, who's grabbing Don't me? Don't grab Dave's hand. It, it would just be, like, you know, just sort of a, uh, because, because if I'm not looking, it, it would just sort of be a reaction to You'd someone. You'd be startled. Yeah. It would be startling. I don't, I don't know. Depends the level of drunk I am, I think. If you're like in a bar, well, okay, because that's the example you gave. <laughs> you said you were in a bar, Did didn't I? you? No, I, I just, I just, I just that. made that up. <laughs> I just made that up. Yeah, no, okay. I guess what? It, okay, here's an interesting thing. The one case where it's different would be if it was someone who I wanted to hold my hand. Okay, but that's like going to a different territory. I know, but I'm saying for the plot of the episode. Mm. I think here's an I think that's an important thing to consider. I would have a different reaction if but I, I think I've that. seen I've seen this before mm-hmm. where sometimes people are having a bad date and the woman will be like talking to the people around her when her date comes back from the bathroom and mm-hmm. now they have to be in he has to also be involved in this conversation or he gets bored and he's like, okay, I'm gonna leave sure. because she's rescuing herself from the situation. Sure. But I, I'm, I, so I'm saying like, those people are playing along with this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. these strangers are like, oh, okay, I understand what's happening here. Right. What I'm, okay, I guess all I'm talking about is the b- very, the fact that she ne- she doesn't have the brief moment. Anyways, of, don't grab Dave's hand. That's no, what no, we learned. I'm saying, I that's what we learned. Okay, moving on. The only point I'm making is that to trick Frasier, she has to not have any reaction. Yeah, she didn't. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like, that's literally the only part So you're like, good job. Good job, Cora. that's all I was trying to say. Well, that isn't what you were saying. You were just like, don't hold my hand, I'll recoil. No, No, I wouldn't have held it together I'm not chill, and I I can't can't keep it together for a joke. I would have had a reaction. Don't don't joke with Dave. Until I figured out what was going on. Just not getting it. You're very smooth. You're like one of the smoothest people I know. You'd be fine with it. If I know what's up. If I know what's up. It depends if your brain's working that day or not. I mean, that's fair. That is fair. I know. I know it is fair. (laughs) So now we're at what I assume is Cam's place. Mm -hmm. uh, And then it is. Yes. And so Martin's going up there to, because Cam hasn't woken up Uh yet, and to pretend that 
you know, maybe Martin spend the night. He's there uh-huh. in his little robe yeah, eating he breakfast. Yeah, the front door in his robe. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah, and like I it. love this, like, whole scene that they have together where, like, he, you know, wants the paper. And, like, uh-huh. Cam is just so... A lot like if you try to grab grab Dave's hand, and when he's not expecting it, Cam is a little like taken aback. Uh huh. And <laughs> no, continue. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, they just play this really beautifully because I don't know if they really talked about what was going to happen, other than we're just going to pretend. Yeah, I mean, the important. I think the best, most best thing Martin says in this is when he's trying to get the paper. He says he'll flip for it. It's like, oh, I, I gotta go get my pants, uh-huh. like, which I just think is funny because like it really emphasizes like I'm not wearing my pants right mm-hmm. now, like which I think is like a really good little like subtle thing that he throws in there. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I feel like this is more the sort of general like let's just do this thing. I'll show up there in my in, in my PJs. And we'll, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll see what's going on mm-hmm. and, and, and just try to mess with him. So. Yeah. And I love it. And then, so then they do the th- same thing at Fraser's place. Mm-hmm. And one, I love when they walk in and Fraser's just yelling for Daphne, uh-huh. like just yelling and mm-hmm. yelling. Yep. And then he's also so caught off guard. Yeah. That Cora's there. Mm-hmm. And I love that he doesn't call her Cora, calls her, you know, Dr. Dr. Winston. Winston. Yep. Just absolutely like pissed at martin yeah like after cora leaves well even before like there's no like he's clearly trying to hold hold some sort of like decorum but like if this wasn't part of the joke um he can't hold it together he has lost his favorite sock (laughs) you that's a serious issue yeah I'm just saying, if I were, if they were really dating, if I was Cora and I'm really like, d- like doing something with Martin, something romantic with Martin beyond specifically trying to make both Cam and Fraser upset, mm-hmm. the body language that he has here, I would would be so like upsetting to like see because like, he's not holding it together. He's pretending, but like. It's so he's so very obviously upset. It would be so uncomfortable to be in that room Mm -hmm. with him in that moment. But anyway, yeah, the sock. Let's talk about the sock. Um, yeah. So we find out that I think Daphne just hid one of the socks. Of course, Daphne just hid one. And then she's, you know, I love that he calls it his single argyle. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, Yeah. he's so he. He yeah, because he's so upset that not only is one of his favorite his favorite Argyle socks missing, but also he went out with a pair of socks with two different shades of black. No, I don't. I think he was just wearing different black clothes. Is that what he was doing? Oh, the socks are different shades. Yeah, of black? I think that's the thing. He he said like because he left the apartment wearing two shades of black, so I think it was that like. Two different pairs of black socks oh. got combined is what was going on. Oh, I didn't think that's like, what it was. Explanation, please. How about the explanation is she's not the housekeeper? Wow, that is Dave's favorite thing. It is like it's just- I've never seen someone so into Daphne's like you're just really It, it just like he's it's just so dismissive of her as like everything that she does for him when her job is not as his, like, his maid. I know, but she's, she hid a sock. Now he's yeah. going to make all his whites pink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he better put the washer and dryer in there. <laughs> sure. Yep. Yep. He better. He better. Um, anyways. We've seen her ruin a load of whites with some red before. Yeah, but- she felt bad about that time, didn't she? No. no that was the was neighbors. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't the- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I like this because it's speaking of segues. Uh-huh. Dot dot dot. Yeah. Um. So Fraser's still mad. Mm-hmm. And Roz is there. At Catherine very- Nervosa. Yes, at Catherine Nervosa. And I love that. I'm sorry. Fraser loves soy milk. <laughs> he seems like somebody who would have embraced soy milk. He would be into it. And yeah. I, but I like that he's being like. Oh, it doesn't come from an udder. Like, gross. Stop it. Yeah. Please. Yeah. That's very noxious. Don't be that way. Yeah. Just, like, let people call it milk if they want. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if 
I would not be surprised if we went back through like some of the transcripts. Soy and, beverage. And found him ordering a soy milk thing earlier. Yeah. In a different episode. Also, uh, chai, like chai lattes with soy are delicious. Mm-hmm. And now I want one. Mm-hmm. But I love that Niles. Okay, you cannot segue into a cafe, but yeah. he does, and I just mm-hmm. like he's just like greetings, foot people. <laughs> I did really like. That I know. Line. I love. Okay, I love Niles in this episode, and yeah. everyone's just like in awe of it. And he gets like a free drink, and uh-huh. it's just like it's on the house. We love the machine, and I lo- I love it. Yeah. Also, we just saw in the last episode how this waiter never gets anything wrong and can never be stumped. Why would he give a soy latte to Fraser all of a sudden? Maybe he didn't make that one. Okay, well. There's multiple people working there. Somebody else right. might have made it. Maybe he got the order right, but somebody else actually made it. But I love that he's just like, it's a productivity tool. <laughs> <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's so not a productivity tool. It's not. It's not. Like, a productivity tool would mean that you could be more productive, but, like, you can't be productive on a Segway because you still have to steer it. You just need one of those steering... You need that autopilot, like Tesla has. (laughs) Yes. Yes, you do. But I love that, like... He rides away, like, he's giving the speech, and he's, like, telling everyone, you know, like, it, and, like, everyone's just, like, clapping when he leaves. It's, <laughs> right. like, so ridiculous, it and, really I, and I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, Roz gives some good advice to Fraser to basically say, like, hey, you should suggest this truce with Cam before, mm-hmm. you know, to show that you're open to this, and also that way, like, he, you're getting a one-up on Cam. Right. But then Cam calls him first uh-huh. to do the same thing, and it's like, was he somewhere else with his version of Roz getting the same <laughs> advice? Like he's at a different, he's on a cafe Novosa, he's at a different cafe, uh-huh. Uh-huh. like Mar Marmosa, Marmosa, yeah, yeah, cafe Marmosa. Uh huh. Yes, I like to imagine that, but honestly, it could just be that like he might just be better than Fraser. I. We would all like to know. <laughs> I don't know. He does like. No, he's, he's he has legitimately the world's biggest Dakar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he does. I mean, he also. Um, so th- I mean, he should have Truckzilla. Honestly, that would be pretty sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say, like, uh, do you think Niles? Okay, I know you have a thought. I, do. I okay. Go ahead. When was the last time this whole pretending your phone is cutting out and then hanging up thing actually worked? Like, you um, know what it sounds like. It's just Pee-wee's that it goes silent. big adventure. <laughs> yep. That sounds about right. That's the right. That's the last time that yeah. it was ever. And it was not even a cell phone. It was right. a pay phone. Right. Like, when. Because, like, when a cell phone cuts out, usually I feel like it just goes silent. Mm. Like it's this is such a thing where like such a trope, and I feel like it's reached a point where people do that on shows now, and then get called out. Or like, like it breaks up, like you might hear you won't hear the beginning, but you'll hear the end. Mm-hmm. You might hear like bits of it, or you get like sometimes you get like interference, but I feel like that's less likely now. Yeah, yeah. But you were gonna say a different thing. Yeah. Do you think Niles is too pretentious to drive us? Segway to ha- do this? Yeah, this is. I can't decide. I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, and I love him embracing it. But yeah. I'm like, I feel like in some episodes he'd be like, "That's silly. I would never do that. What? That's a toy for children." Right. It's. Oh, you know why he would embrace it? Because he's allowed to say it's academic. That's it. Nailed it. All right, <laughs> moving on. So. We go back to Cam's place mm-hmm. where they're doing the truce. Mm-hmm. Like, they're trying to, mm-hmm. like, get along, Fraser mm-hmm. and Cam. And I love that we hear about the mailbox and, like, the boots. Like, mm-hmm. Fraser's mailbox, Cam wants it. Yep, yep. Cam's boots are too loud. Sounds like a little pony doing a little tap dance upstairs. Yep. So then they decide, we got to sit down and, like, write a treaty. Uh-huh. To figure out how we're going to, like, get along. Right. And I love how, 
they're like in the showing all these crumpled up pieces of paper mm-hmm. and they're just like, okay, right. So you're, I'm going to introduce you to my sweater weaver, uh-huh. and that. But I'd really like to have that bath blend of yours. And then that Fraser's like, can't do it. No, no. Though, okay. Here's the thing that I wanted to say about that. Okay. We've only heard about the bath blend one other time. Yeah. Do you remember when we heard about it? On uh, no. It was a prank call by Carlos and the Chicken. Oh, really? Yeah. This is a callback to Oh, their it's like ta- a Tahitian vanilla. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Most of Seattle knows his bath blend because he was tricked into saying Cam it. doesn't listen to his show. He hates Frasier. I know, but I just think it's interesting that, like, this is when, like, this came up at this time. You know, yeah, it definitely is episode. a callback. Yeah. But I love that they're like an earlier version was better. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really funny it and is. cute. And I love so when we go back to Oh, and we find out that Martin and Cora are watching court TV together. <laughs> right. And right. so then we when they go back to Fraser's apartment, mm-hmm. is there more to say about that? Did you uh, want to say? Well, so uh, not really. I just want to say something before we really even get into okay. what's happening in the next scene. Okay. Which is that all throughout this scene, Daphne's shirt is great. Did you notice Daphne's shirt? No. It's like a, a red polo with like a little white collar and mm-hmm. shirt or whatever. And a white embroidered like cat with cat eye glasses on. No. It's very good. You should look. Like, that you should seems go back good. And look at it again. It's very good. And I really, really like it a lot. Daphne is trying to get Niles off the Segway. This is your earlier, like, he won't leave the Segway. So she's like, oh, your favorite movie is playing at this place. And he's like, "Mm, whatever. Yeah, they won't be able to see, like, people behind me won't be able to see. Yeah, like. Which implies he's going to be on the Segway at the movie. Like, he has to be. But then she's going to go take a bath and she needs some help in the bathtub. Right. So suddenly. That gets him off the segue. Right. But he, like, has to think about it, like, whether or not he should do this thing. But, like, that implies, like... Uh, Maybe he's only like, allowed to be off of it when he's sleeping. Well, it's supposed to be about how, like, the technology affects the people around him. So, like, he has to be able to get off of the segue sometimes. Nope, never. <laughs> Well, but we've seen him change clothes. We know he has to. Like, he's has probably, he? Has he changed he clothes? Has changed clothes. Okay. Well, he obviously steps off. Mm-hmm. Um, but he steps off here, and then Daphne steals it and yep. flies out the door when <laughs> Fraser and Cam come in. Uh huh. She's lucky they happened to come in just then, because like if if they didn't, she was just gonna smash that straight into the door. Like, what was she gonna do? She'd Smash that straight through the door. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be. Have I to mean, be. that thing, we don't talk about the m- miles per hour that thing gets. And also, like, if you think about it, like, then they roll out, the door closes. What we don't see is that, like, then that would have to mean that she then hits the button and then, like, what, zooms in a circle around the, like, area, hoping the elevator will be open when she gets in. She doesn't go to the elevator. She's just in the hall. Well, she gets down to the lobby eventually. We see that. Oh, yeah. She must click it while she goes by, zooms, and then is hopefully it's there by the time she comes back. That's the only way it works. That's the only way any of this makes sense. But And is so far ahead of Niles that he can't get in the elevator also. You can't just steal a Segway from somebody while they're driving it. It's dangerous. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay, so... They've made a treaty. Mm-hmm. They're official friends defined by the treaty. <laughs> yeah. I love and the idea that they're friends based on the treaty. And mm. then um, Cora suggests that they go to the symphony together mm-hmm. because he w- Cam's going to go with her. But it's like, is he there to be like, let's go to the symphony now because it's time? Because she's like, better go because he loves to order that cocktail before the... So yeah. it's weird the well, yeah, timing. That, it is. It is. That's weird another time. inconsistency. Yeah, because it seems like they're going down just to say, "Okay, here's what we've we've done." Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, they need to leave immediately to get to the symphony on time. But I love that Fraser's got that standing order. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Cam has to like. Maybe he wants to it. change it up. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. he should call in. <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean, that's probably what. 
like the, the having a stand it's kind of like having a standing order you know it, I feel maybe cam just likes to change it up that's what i just said oh sorry i guess i didn't hear you correctly then wow you can't hear anything over there because the air conditioner's on i can hear you yeah that's one thing i don't know either there's gonna probably be a rumbling behind me or a or i'm sounding distorted this entire time it's probably gonna be that's because the air conditioner is running and Oh, I hope you don't sound distorted. I mean, it might sound a little bit because of filtering out the noise. But hopefully it's not too bad. Anyway, so yeah, they're they're going to head out. There's, they have a little argument about which vehicle they're going to take and who's driving. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, so then we have this kind of ambiguous goodbye scene between mm-hmm. Cora and Martin where she's like, oh, it was nice, you know, Martin's like, oh, it's nice being your boyfriend, but, you know, I guess, you know, and she's like, oh, well, all good things have to come to an end, and then they have this weird, awkward kiss uh-huh. on Martin's side, honestly. Yeah, it definitely looked awkward. Her kiss seemed fine, but yeah. his seemed strange. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, you know, they have to end eventually. Well, you know, when all she- good things have to come to an end, and then she says, like, but who knows when? We're yeah. basically saying, it, this doesn't have to be the end. Yeah. Like, Okay, and then the end scene is just some crazy Benny Hill style Daphne Niles and then Joe in the same way. Uh I guess Joe was, there's two elevators, I guess, Uh which I didn't know about. Yeah. How are they getting off the Segway in the elevator? No, I think that's the thing. It's a, it, it literally is meant to be a Benny Hill scene. Like, it doesn't make any logical sense. It's just sort of happening. Though, it's funny. I think of this as a Benny Hill scene now. As a kid, this would have been a Scooby-Doo scene. Awesome, yeah. Because they do the same thing in that as well. Mm-hmm. Like, But, yeah, that, the, it's not meant to make any logical sense. It's just meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. And I think it's only really funny as a reference to those things. Because, yeah, it's sort of just like, what's... Anyways, I love the segue. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I do like at the end, like just it just ends with Niles just sort of like sadly kicking like nothing, just mm-hmm. just just kicking his feet in, in mm-hmm. sadness. At the end, but all right. Uh, anything else you wanted to say on this? No. Nope. Okay. Cool. Then I guess let's talk about the drinks. Because uh, first we get segue juice. <laughs> so so much segue juice. Um, there's a, there's a lot of coffee being drunk at, at various times in this episode. Uh, oh, yeah. By, uh, Cora and Martin. And then, because Cora has it with cream, no sugar. Uh, we got that soy milk latte. Whatever the drink is that Niles gets on the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I believe Cam is giving them some, uh, giving Fraser some sherry to have when they're doing their negotiation. Mm-hmm. And then... There's also whatever Fraser's standing order at the symphony is and Cam's like pre like mm-hmm. like intermission cocktail. So a lot of drinks, not not a lot of very specific ones, but mm-hmm. like a lot of drinks happening in this one. No callers this episode. Uh what's a good word? Oh, I don't have one really for this yeah, episode. I didn't notice one that really stood out for me. I either. mean, once I found out what that hat was. The Hamburg. Yeah. yeah. I but I was like, meh. Yeah, it, that's not really a thing that can be defined easily. Mm-hmm. It's just sort of like, yeah, that's a... That's it's a hat. hat. That's a hat. Yeah, it sure is a hat. Uh, I saw a lot of pictures of Winston Churchill in that hat when I oh, searched for it. I didn't see anyone wearing a hat. Well, I don't know. That's They were cropped out. <laughs> they were all cropped out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all right, so let's rate this episode. Um, hmm. I didn't write. I want you go first. All right. Uh, I th- I'm just gonna give this like a three Joes, like three point okay. Joes. I was gonna do a three. Oh goodness! I guess a three soy milk lattes. All right. Yeah, like there are things that I find really funny in this, but also just a lot where I'm just sort of like, what? Okay, I don't know. Which uh, I mean, this wasn't like, yeah, like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's gonna bring Sam Johnson and Chris Marshall's thing down a bit because they are at a three point five eight. It's gonna come down some. Uh, the IMDb rating on this episode is an eight, so huh. IMDb likes this one better than we do. But like again, I didn't hate it. It's just, no, it's, I I mean I liked all the parts of the segue were great. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I do like the part where they're writing the treaty thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Most of this ups is fine. Yeah, it's but I, I don't think, think it's an it. eight. It's just fine. Yeah, that's so strange because some we've been giving really high ratings to some things that just got like a seven point seven or something, and this yeah. one why is this one an eight? I, I think don't... people are just like, "Yep, this is what the season is." Yeah, right, right. 
I mean, it's memorable because of the segue. It is, yeah. All right, so then that brings us to the part of the episode called We're Listening, where we respond to messages you send us on Twitter, at Fraser Podcast, or by email at FraserPod at gmail.com. Uh, we got an email from Sean Holland about last week's episode to say, uh, as a history nerd, I have to tell you, it wasn't rats the that spread the plague, but fleas that were on the rats and several other animals. So Daphne could have defended them that way. Which, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the issue is that if there weren't so many rats, there wouldn't have been as many people getting the plague. Yeah, so, but couldn't the fleas be on other things? Y- yes, but I think it was that there were f- so many rats around that more people were exposed to it. But yeah, it wasn't the rats that did it. It was fleas that they that were on them. He also said, uh, I also really love the boys in detective mode. Everything they did was so funny. Uh, you could imagine them as kids doing the same thing and writing their stories. Which I really yeah. could. I especially imagine that like like Niles coming up with things related to the stories mm-hmm. and Frasier saying like, that's good, but no. Mm-hmm. Like I could absolutely imagine that in the writing part yeah. as well. And then, although, as Dave said, the little kid acting wasn't great, I thought little Alice did fine, which... Oh, yes! Yeah. Okay, that is true. Yeah, absolutely. The little kid... I think that's the thing. The first scene exemplifies everything that kid actors do wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. Alice didn't do most of that. Yeah. Like, there's still... Like, she's still a little kid acting. Like, there's only Mm -hmm. so realistic you're gonna get... I mean, also, Freddy was always really great on the show. Yeah, Freddy's fine. Like... It's like even when Freddy was much younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's but yeah, I think Alice is much better and more believable mm-hmm. and like than so yeah. I wasn't saying all the. It's kid probably because of something like how awkward it would be to pretend to be these like pompous. Yeah. Like I think that would be. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Also, where did she get the ten bucks she paid Martin when she lost the Canadians bet? That's a good question. What kid that age is carrying around 10 bucks? I had it in my jean purse. It was all <laughs> yeah. quarters, but yeah, I got it. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had ever had, at that age, uh, $10 worth of quarters, uh, I wouldn't have because it all would have been gone in arcade machines. Yeah, not all of us grew up with an arcade, like, in our backyard, essentially. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't anywhere near. Okay, you had to go to the town. Yeah, the town is like a hundred square feet. <laughs> it's just it was in the the one in the bowling alley where my mom was in her bowling league. So like every Wednesday night, I was I was. What games did I have? Uh, I the only ones I remember right now are Golden Axe and uh, X Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's that Ninja Turtles arcade game. That was- well- that wow, that that's amazing. Yeah, that's a good That's a good. Is one. that bowling alley still there? I think so. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, we should go there. We're going there this weekend. We mm-hmm. should go. Which, by the way, uh, if you're listening to this, I mean, when you're listening, if you're listening to these episodes as they're coming out, this one hopefully didn't come out late. Uh, the next one might because we're going to be away for most of the weekend, so... It's hard to say what's going to happen, so we may be so, we, may, we may skip a week or something. There's a lot going on right now, and we're going away this week. It's weekend. 2019. It's the uh-huh. it's July 4th. It is. It is. It's a fireworks holiday, which means something to some of you, but not everyone listening. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it means something, but not the same thing. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. a day on a calendar. Yep. yep. Day for hot dogs. Sure is. It sure is. Uh, we also got a tweet from Maria Dunn who said, uh, from your conversation in the last episode, I'm now assuming Tampopo is 90% hardcore hair sniffing. <laughs> Which, uh, it's one, the stuff we were talking about isn't 90% of the movie. It's a relatively small part. But also, it's much more than hair sniffing. It's hair sniffing is sort of indicative of the sort of thing we're talking about. Yeah, it's niche. But yeah, it's uh, it's beyond just sniffing some hair. I mean, yeah, that would be tame. A lot. Let's just say there are some things that I are- don't think like it's anything explicit. That's the thing. No. It's not explicit. I mean, there's nudity there's in the. Nudity. There's nudity in it, but it's not. 
I I'm I think it's more it's stuff that's not typical. Let's just say it's not typical movie sex stuff in a way that makes it like where I could see Niles watching it and being like into that because of the way we talk about some of the other stuff that he seems to be into. Yes. So is all. I I feel like there's one part we can kind of talk about. Okay. Which is they crack a raw egg. <laughs> they crack a raw egg and they like just have the yolk and like in their mouth. Yeah. And they pass the yolk as they're kissing, sort of uh-huh. like they're kind of kissing and passing the yolk back and forth. Uh-huh. So they're kissing with this like yolk and it's it's a very sensual scene. Uh-huh. So there's some other things along the lines of that. Yeah. That's one thing I would imagine him being freaked out about because of Salmonella. But but others similar to that, I think, yes. But that we're not going to talk about because this is not this podcast does not have an explicit tag. But that But takes you know, when we that. when we do TGI date night, we can talk <laughs> about Tampopo. Right. Yes. We might talk about it if we ever do an episode on Tampopo. All right. Uh, uh, is there anything else you wanted to say no. about this episode or about Tampopo? I have so much more. I, I want mean, to say about I would just talk forever about Tampopo. Yeah. Um, all right. Then, in that case, uh, with that, this has been episode 920, The Love You Fake. And this is TGI Arcade wishing you all good mental health. Don't forget to look behind things. You know, right. they're there. Those things. They're probably ghosts. Watch out. <laughs> Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs is a production of TGIF Arcade. For more info about the show, find us at Fraser Podcast on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. You can also write to us at FraserPod at gmail.com. Diana is at Sweet Lime on Twitter, and I'm Slow Motion Walter just about everywhere on the internet. If you like the show and want to help us do more, you could consider making a small monthly donation at patreon.com slash TGIF Arcade. Thanks for listening. Good night!